Coming to you live from Nashville. 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 The, the Green Room with Jade Million. Million. Welcome back to The Green Room with Jade Million. Today I am joined with Drew Thomas, my friend, and I actually just want to like let you describe your title. Like what would you say your job title is? Right now just manager. Manager. Um, yeah. Base level. Artist manager. Artist manager. Yeah. Okay, cool. So Drew is an artist manager and can you like list off some of the artists that you manage? Um, so biggest client is probably Jack Harlow, the rapper, um, locally here. Yeah, who is he? Um, (laughs) locally here, Okie Dokie, they're like an indie band. Yeah, you've been with them for a while. Yeah, yeah, they're the boys. Um, this band in LA called Hello Forever, they're kind of like a developing act that we're working on. And then part of Jack's collective, uh, these guys called the Homies, who I'm really excited about. Oh, really? It's like a four person rap group from, from Louisville. They're like all part of like the, the same like collective i'd call it called private garden it's like their their group oh cool so it did jack start that would you say um yeah they all did they all started together a long time ago i guess when they were in college and he was still in high school i think and they all met up and they're they just did it they were friends and they're like we'll just do all this shit together so cool you're, you join the group we pick this guy he does the photos he does you know it's like asap mob or yeah stuff like that I love that. I'm like low key jealous of that. That must be so nice to just come up with people that you know and trust, and yeah, like they've I, known him it's before. Like the brain trust, like yeah, everyone yeah. works together. That's so awesome. So none of those artists that you work with are country artists, correct? No, no country. Even though I live here in Nashville, right? So that's kind of why I brought that up because I'm really big on the fact that Nashville is not just about country music, and um. I am curious, though, as to why you are in Nashville, even though you don't do any country stuff. Well, I mean, you know, in Nashville, a lot of the business is here aside from country. Like That's probably like what most people think about when they think about Nashville, but like all the PROs, publishing, there's mm. a, a lot of like the money flows through Nashville a lot. Like, really? Yeah. Like, um, I don't know. It's definitely it's Music City for a reason, because like the business of music is done here. A lot of like, the behind the scenes shit that yeah. no one cares about. That's honestly encouraging to hear, because sometimes yeah. I feel like people try to say that you have to be in L.A. or New York. Yeah, I mean, that 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 is probably old right. school thinking, especially now, like where everything is. And, you know, artists are content creators and you can create mm-hmm. content. And everyone saw this during the pandemic from your bedroom, from right. you know people making pop music in their attic and blowing up on the internet. And yeah, with TikTok and everything, like yeah, you don't need to be anywhere. You just I know. need to be online. I I always say that. Like I really could live anywhere. Yeah. And you just live in Smyrna. If you yeah. want to. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I don't want to live in Smyrna, but yeah, I, I feel you. So a lot of the business is here. Um, how many of the artists that you work with are here? I'm um, just okie dokie. Um. But sometimes, you know, artists come through here, whether it's touring or recording. You know, there's some good hip hop studios here that people use. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I work at a company and we're about to open an office here. And really? other people at our company manage uh, country people. Okay, yeah. cool. What's the company going to be called? It's called Range Media Partners. Nice. And is it like a management? Like what's? Yeah, it's a management firm. I guess you could call it kind of an agency combo. 
you know, it's a bunch of managers, but they do film and TV and digital creators and music, you know, is, is our main business here. Um, yeah, it's not open yet. One day it will be, but I'll have awesome. a little, a little office. That's so cool. Right now it's just my, my spare guest room. Yeah. I mean, that's how it starts, you yeah. know, most of the time. So you're in Nashville now, but where did, like, where were you before Nashville? Where did you move from? So I grew up and lived most of my life in Louisville, Kentucky, which is okay. about three hours north of here. And probably six years ago, almost seven, I moved down here uh, when I started working in the industry and just said, I want to go where the stuff is happening, where I can meet people just because Louisville, Louisville is a cool city and it's got its own little scene and stuff. And, you know, that's where I grew up, but it's kind of a big town and a small city. And you can like do any, like I, I felt like I did everything and I was like, mm -hmm. I just want to go somewhere new. Right. And still, I mean, I'm not tired of Nashville yet, so I love Same. it down here. I am curious as to why you didn't go to Atlanta though. Cause I know you're like, you're a hip hop guy, I would say. Right. I know you like a bunch of different music. I like but... listening to it. I don't, I don't make it. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But you like hip hop. For sure. Yeah. And so I think Atlanta has a, a big hip hop market. So what totally. steered you to Nashville? Um, I was, I was still of the mindset, like you don't need to be anywhere, you know, specific to do what you want to do. Like if I was making music, I'd want to be in the rooms with people making music. Like you'd have to be there, but, um, you know, just the, to be here and to be on the side of things that I'm on, it's more networking and, mm -hmm. and going into offices and meeting people and, and doing stuff in person. So Nashville's just where that's happening a lot. Right. So how did you get into artist management? I guess kind of backwards, honestly. Mm -hmm. um, so I started working with my brother. You know, he hired me on right right when he signed Jack. And, you know, my brother like, found him in high school because, you know, we're all from the same area, Louisville, okay. Kentucky. So your and brother found Jack. Yeah. He was unsigned, independent. Um, yeah. I think at the time he might have had like a small deal, but it was like... Um, just locally, like it wasn't right. He's was, he's like a local kid making music. Yeah, and my, I worked with my brother on another artist from that same area, and so he, people knew my brother like from his previous work with other artists. And they're like, "You gotta check out this kid. You gotta check out this kid. He's he's you know doing these clubs and stuff." And he was in high school, you know, just selling out local small smaller places, you know, not not big capacities whatsoever, but. Everyone was just talking about like he has got this energy like he's crazy you gotta mm -hmm. go check it out and then i think one day my brother saw him featured on someone's show like a, at the local music festival but like he came out for one song and it, my brother's like, all right i gotta meet with him so they did damn that's like so ideal is for an artist is you know for you to like do a show and somebody come up to you afterwards and just be like you're undeniable like i gotta work with you yeah for sure yeah that's i think so you cool. hear that people tell you that yeah, but you know how the business is. I think it's like a lot of people can overpromise and underdeliver. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I have the actual opposite saying is underpromise and overdeliver. Yes, that's great. Like that's your motto. Yeah, that's what you live by, and I think that's how yeah. it should be. Like Especially was, in this industry, where it's like nothing's guaranteed whatsoever. Right. Of you course. Can try to do as much and plan as much as possible, but yeah. nothing ever goes the exact way you, you thought it would. Yeah, I think for me, it's like. I've just realized how important it is for me to keep going, even if, say, somebody promises me a lot and then they're only in my life for like a little bit of time, but maybe they like help me meet 
the next person or you know what I mean? So it's like having that like fluidity of knowing that it's my dream and maybe people are going to say that they'll be there forever and they're not. And it's like, you got to just keep it, keep it moving, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, like the artists themselves is they're the engine, you know, the, they're pulling the train and some cars might jump on at certain times and dump some there and bring them on. But yeah, yeah, you, you drive everything. So, right. And some people drive it themselves. They don't need anyone else. They, they don't want people. Yeah. Yeah. I think as you like, as even with my career, the more I go on, the less I'm, I feel like I need other people to, you know, get me to the next level, especially with the internet nowadays. It's just like, really what I'm focused on is growing my socials and getting on the road. You know, those are my next steps. And it's like, if somebody can come in and facilitate things like booking or management, I'm open to it, but I'm also not going to just you know, trust or do that with anybody, which I feel like for the first couple of years, I was like, just kind of down to work with whoever wanted to work with me. Yeah. Yeah. Which is yeah. how it goes, you know, for sure. You know, like the more, the bigger you get, like, you know, I've seen it in the early days. You're like, I'll fucking do anything. Like, let's yeah, go. Like, yeah. I'll play this show. I'll play that. And then at some point it becomes of what more, less of what you say you will do and it's more of what you say you won't do or you say no to stuff for certain people. Not that you're, you're doing it just to be choosy, but like, you know, it has to fit what you want to do yeah. long term. Like, you know, it can't just be like a flash in the pan. Like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to do this just to do it. You know? Yeah. I thought Purpose just, yeah, a big thing. yeah. I was just thinking about something that I've been faced with a lot recently. I'm kind of switching my mentality to like, I'm not doing things for exposure anymore. Where do you stand? Exposure doesn't pay the bills. <laughs> so you stand on the side of like, don't do shit for free. No, no, I've done, we've done tons of shit for free. Okay, see, <laughs> like when it's like when you know, like I got invited out to LA to do a show that I really don't really like. I don't know anything about. Like a showcase or something. Yeah, it's like an art show, but apparently, like a lot of big people are going to be there, and it's like, it's just kind of figuring out what is worth it and and what is not. I know in Nashville, as far as Nashville goes, like, I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm not going to do any more writer's rounds. Like, <laughs> I'm not doing any of that kind of stuff. So I think, you know, I, I don't know. It's like, I don't really want to do stuff for exposure anymore unless it was a big opportunity. And I yeah, knew that. Yeah. yeah, I think, you know, pick your battles when you can. <clears throat> That's mm-hmm. for sure. But yeah, yeah. some... I wouldn't fly across the country for a show that okay, I didn't thank know much you. about. Like no flight, no hotel. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I figure I get some more details. Yeah, but. yeah. Okay, so back to you know you and your brother kind of teamed up, right? And I mean, he's he's the man. Like he's the general manager. He, I've taken on more. You know, like the homies. Like I manage them myself. Like he's not involved with that. But you know, he is he's Jack's manager for sure. Right. For most, for yeah, I guess all of it since i started it was really kind of part-time at first because it wasn't like the business wasn't thriving you know Mm -hmm. like pay me like a salary and stuff like that but as stuff started taking off for him and like more stuff started coming in we were able we wanted to do a lot that we wanted to before but now we just had the capability and like the the notoriety and we're doing shows and getting paid and having money so my role kind of expanded and i was doing day-to-day for Jack, mm-hmm. just keeping up with all of his social media and, like, all of his digital stuff online, um, scheduling stuff for my brother to work around. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, 
but with the homies, like he's kind of, they're in a situation that like Jack was in the beginning, you know, like they're kind of just now getting their foot started. We're trying to figure it out. And we had a good meeting the other day talking about how, what is when people think about you, like as an artist, like, Mm -hmm. you know, not that you want to like play placate to people or not that people are dumb, but like you got to be recognizable. Like they got to look at you and be like, Oh, they're about this. They're about that. Yep. Like, what are your things that you are? So brand pillars. Brand That's pillars. what one of my old like management that. said. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to yep. steal that one. Go ahead. Do, yeah. do it. I mean, they said it and I was like, I don't know. So at the time I, that was, that was like five years ago though. I yeah. had no clue. I think that really comes with, for me, it came with like growing into just more of an adult that kind of knew herself more. But I think with help, yeah. You could probably figure it out with them. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's difficult. It's a group of people. So it's like. A group of dudes. Yeah. All dudes. Young yeah. dudes. Around the same age. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But they, but also that could be good because they have that like just natural like tenacity and like kind of hunger, I'm sure. And oh, like yeah. energy. Yeah. They probably dead. have that natural like. Tons of energy. Yeah. One dude does backflips on stage. He's That's also directed like, like most of Jack's videos. Wow. He's a video director. One of the dudes in the group like produced a lot of his early catalog. Like really? Most of his early so mixtapes were like all this one that's producer. So exciting. Yeah. So they're super talented and they're they're fun. Yeah. So that's really what we came down to is like you're a, a group of friends who are having fun and doing trying to live your dream. Yeah. And if they're entertaining, I mean that's probably gonna work, you know? Yeah. For for a lot of people. They're doing so. content all the time now. I'll have to check them out. Yeah, check them out. Um, so what, when you first saw Jack, like, do you remember the moment where you were like, this kid's a star or was it more like you kind of went off of what your brother was thinking? Um, man, I remember like the first show that I saw, I was like, this this is fun. It's crazy. Um, the crowd was getting into it. So like people like locally were like fucking with them. Louisville. Yeah. Louisville. Yeah. And they were going going hard and then just really like talking to him. Cause like, even from that, those first days, like he always said, like, I'm the biggest star in the world. Just no one knows it yet. And I was like, that's fucking energy right there. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Not that he's like manifesting it, but he was like, but he is though. yeah, well, I, he, I don't think he was trying to manifest it though. He was just like, no, it's facts. And like, you know, he was yeah. so confident. And I was like, oh, you have to believe in this kid. Like he can do whatever he wants. And wow. So far. That's, such a cool takeaway like for me too just having that like belief in yourself of you know sometimes you want to be like oh well, i could maybe get this far but not but he was going all out like biggest star in the world yeah there's no exactly there's no is. stops yeah that's so sick so how old was you when you saw him like, uh, like 18 probably and was he unsigned at the time yeah yeah um you might have to cut this part out later but it's okay <laughs> there's um some like small little small label in Louisville right. that this like really rich dude had that yeah you know Jack was making like selling mixtapes on like burned CDs when mm-hmm. he was like fourteen or whatever like in junior high and he got he did like a small deal with this this company in Louisville but you know it was like very early stuff and it didn't last you know they didn't it wasn't like a real record label like mm-hmm. they just like had the capabilities to put out music which anyone has now mm-hmm. so. Um, yeah, that was that was a long time ago, and then he went down to Atlanta and started working um, with the bigger names. You know, chasing the dream down there, okay. and that's where he met DJ Drama and all that. Yeah, which yeah. I've I've just heard about in 
other interviews. So um, do you think that it's like really important to blow up out of your hometown first? Like, you know, how Jack got really big in Louisville. Yeah, yeah. And then he obviously blew up elsewhere. Do you think as an artist, it's like you got to win your city over? Or do you think that sometimes you have to show the city that you are the shit and that the rest of the country fucks with you? And then all of a sudden it's like a homecoming thing where they're like, yeah, I believed in you from the start. Yeah, I used to believe that a lot. Like I really believed in it. I was like, you know, I don't want to work with someone who isn't selling out whatever X venue in their hometown. Like if they're not able to win over their local audience or hometown people, then I don't want to work with them. Like mm -hmm. how, how can we take over the world if we can't take over whatever yeah. city? But now like looking at like maybe the 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 scene wasn't there for that type of music or, you know, like right. there's a lot of other factors that totally don't get, you know, thought about too much. But yeah. And it's also like people start seeing you as their peer, right? Like you're doing a bunch of local showcases and shit like in your mm -hmm. hometown or wherever you're kind of starting from. And like, I think that people start to just get used to seeing your name and. There's definitely a. a lifespan a shelf life on on doing that you know oh yeah because then at some point you're just like the dude that never I went know. anywhere i know there's a lot i feel like there's a lot of that in nashville it's an easy like circuit to get caught up in but um so you guys find jack you're like all right this kid's a star we're gonna go in on him and then eventually he signs a deal i'm guessing yeah, uh, part of DJ Drama's uh, generation now, him and Lake and Don Cannon, who's a legendary producer, they have an imprint with Atlantic, mm -hmm. which you know, is a major label. So um, it was directly with them. So, like, you know, you're on a major label, but, like, you know, that's who we're working with right mm -hmm. then. Like, that's our immediate team. And then, and that's part of like the job too, is like getting the right partners that, yeah. that are going to help whoever you're working with, you know, yeah. my boss is our client. So whoever's going to help them succeed, our job is to like shepherd their career, line up with the right people who can do the right things. And that was them at the time, you know, yeah. like, it made sense. They, they saw what we saw and they went all in on too. So all these things started going and we, we started making music and putting stuff out and touring where we could and, you know, playing exit in here to, 40, 50 people. Yep. That's where I saw Doja Cat for 20, in front really? of yeah. 25 people. Damn, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. And she probably still dressed the same, did the yes. same thing. And yeah. I saw her and there was 25 people in the room and I was like, this girl's a fucking star. Yeah. Man. Everyone was in love with her yeah. by the end of the set. Girls, guys, everybody. Yeah. I remember I saw her at South by. It was similar. It was yeah. Like, it's so cool. Like, and it happened. So cool. Yeah. So I'm for my own just selfish curiosity. Um, my next step is naturally touring this year, right? And like, how did that work for him? Did and signing the deal was it like okay, we'll set you up on a tour, or you guys just got to kind of go out do your thing? Yeah, it was um, still on on Jack's team today. Um, calendar. Uh, he worked at Paradigm at the time, okay. and now it's Wasserman. So he was an agent that my brother knew and. Invited him out and saw him, you know, at some show that we set up ourselves. And then he was like, yep, I'm on board. So like, he was an early believer. So that was like another partner that we mm -hmm. got who had the same goals, had the same capabilities. And like, I don't know, just, just put it on the action. So, and that's what he did. He set up those first tours in those small rooms, lo losing money. You know, we're not making money doing those, going across the country, but playing to 
20 people. Yeah. But like because he was with the label, there was like funding. Um, So like tour support like from yeah. the label? Yeah. Because that's where like my hold up is. It's like finding a I think we're way. I think we're paying it ourselves and just losing money. <laughs> I love that. Honestly. Just uh, exposure. We were paying yeah. for exposure. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's so cool. So, you know, what like. I was I, selling merch. Really? <laughs> a couple shows. Yeah. But the whole time were you like, I just know this kid's going to blow up? Yeah. Yeah. I think everyone was. Yeah. yeah. It was just like when. And okay, so I'm gonna put a pause like on this because we're gonna tie back into it. Yeah, we're gonna talk about you. And we're gonna talk about us. Okay. okay. How we met. Okay. <laughs> oh, River House, man. Okay, so um Drew and I used to live in the same apartment building. I actually talked about this the last episode. It was my first ever apartment downtown. I felt so cool. I was like, oh my God. Mm. I was living in one of those dark little studios. Remember my apartment? Um, yeah, it yeah. was like, yeah, right on the little courtyard area. You're close to the pool, though. It was, it was nice. That place was nice. Yeah. I like the view and stuff, but um, okay, but did we like run into each other in the hallway at some point? Something like that. Like, I saw you and like I knew you made music, yeah. And like, I don't know, like, we had some like brief interaction, and then one day I was like, went up to you, I'm like, you're fucking dope. Like, mm -hmm. It's cool. Like, let's see what we can do or whatever. Right. Yeah. We didn't really like, do anything, but like, I don't know. We just like connected. It was like one of those things where you just connect. People are doing cool shit. You're, For sure. you're doing your thing. Like, we just want to. I just remember specifically at that time in my life, like, it was really encouraging to know that, like, you were in Nashville doing what you do. You know, I was like, okay, this is a good sign. Cause I think for the first couple years I was here, it just felt a little like, did I make the right decision being in Nashville? Like, are there people like me in the same kind of lane? But let's talk about this because it's funny as fuck. <laughs> um, one night, you remember when you came to my apartment door and you were like, Yeah, knock, yeah. Knock, knock. We had both been out that night, I think. Yeah, it was, it was probably late, wasn't it? Yeah. And Drew like came and knocked on my apartment door and was just like, What are you doing? And I think I was like in my apartment, like with my friends or something. Yeah. And I left my buddy in my apartment. I was like, I'm just gonna go tell her. I, I just gotta say yeah. what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how we met, which I still think is like so funny to this day. I was like, hello. Like, I was like, okay, cool. My first friend in the building. Um, but then so we hung out, whatever, got to know each other. And then do you remember Bonnaroo? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Some of that early stuff, yeah. Yeah. So I'm just gonna talk about my experience, like with seeing Jack for the first time. Also, I remember one time we linked up with the Bobby. Do you remember that? We were like sitting at the bar. Mm -mm. And you were like, I have to show you this kit. And like, th this is before Jack, like. Oh, really? Yeah. I remember. And I he, was out there promoting. Oh, yeah. Doing my job. And you were like, he's going to blow up. And I was like, okay. You know, like I was just kind of like, the music was good, but I didn't. Yeah. I obviously like had no clue who he was. And um, you showed me some of his stuff on Spotify. And I was like, yeah, okay, like this is sick. I specifically remember it was, I think, Sundown or like one of those. Yeah, yeah. From that EP. What's the EP called that you? Which one? There's Loose is a big one. 18. The one with Sundown on it. Yeah. The Green. And he's on the cover in glasses. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the, the single cover for that one. Yeah. I love that song. Um, but anyway, yeah. yeah. You were like. How long ago was Bonnaroo after we like first met? Okay. It was definitely within, within, like year? within that year because. Yeah. I remember <laughs> I was at Bonnaroo with like my ex-boyfriend at the time. We were like hanging out again. It was like one of the last times we had ever hung out. And 
you I were like, that, yeah. <laughs> you were like, yo, like I've got a VIP band for you. Yeah, because we were playing. Yep. I was. I don't know, like, I tell you, like, we would do anything to save money. Like, you know, that's our job, you know. Right, like, right, of course. Make money, save money, but didn't give our our client the best, I don't know, opportunities possible. It, that makes sense. So one thing, like, I linked up with this dude that did, like, video projections on, like, walls and, like, made videos and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no, I remember him. Because yeah. you were like, oh, this is this guy. He does all jacks. Yeah. Like, well, we had just started, like, you know, he had never had, like, video walls before. Yeah. Yep. So we were just figuring it out. And, mm -hmm. like, he and I were just, like, getting together and, like, putting everything together and playing it live to the music. Yep. And now looking at it and, like, doing the tours that he does and, like, the homies do it well, too, is they – everything is, like, mapped out. Like, there's an actual process and, like, science to it. Mm -hmm. But me and my friend were just like, we're going to save money and do it ourselves. Yep. I remember coming to your apartment and you were like showing me. Yeah, we're like testing it out. Yeah. And then it's <laughs> like, it we're going to bring this to the farm and, and do it. And we did it. It was it was cool. Yeah. yeah. So you like gave me a VIP, man. I was like, peace out to my ex. Like I was like, Yo, you stay here. <laughs> I'm going. Um, And I remember that day, like I was wearing all lime green. Like it was like an iconic all lime green look. My hair was like super short, all lime green. Mm -hmm. It was a moment and um a moment she is the moment yeah she was a moment um we this was thursday night at bonner that he performed yeah it was like the first night and i think it's the only night i went that year really i was like went and then came back it yeah. should have been the only night i went because every single day after that was horrible i know i just hit it way too hard that night like mm. i always like yeah was it your first time no <laughs> But I was so excited and I had such a great experience at Jack that I was like, let's get fucked up. Like, I'm so excited right now. Like, this was so fun. Yeah. That was the first time I'd seen him live. So we went up um, on the sound booth. Do you remember yeah. that? In the back. Yeah. And it was me. Homie was playing the videos from there. Yes. And it was me and my friend Jacqueline at the time. And I just mm -hmm. remember like, we were up on the sound booth, like seeing this crowd and like Jack comes out in like a sweater vest. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. And the whole crowd... I, f I got it. I was like, this guy's going to be a that, fucking star. That was actually one of the first times, too, I remember the crowd being, like, there for him. And, like, yeah. I was like, all right, yeah, like people are catching on. Yep. There was an energy that it, w it was just so, like, it was in the air. Like, the whole crowd, I remember, like, was moving back and forth, just soaking it up. And it was so cool to witness because – Months before this, you're like, you know, telling me that, that you work with Jack, whatever. And I I didn't even put a face to the name. Um, and then, yeah, I saw that. And then after that, we like went backstage or something real quick. I'm going to say this because like food. it's my experience yeah. with him. It's not yours. <laughs> but um, we went backstage and like Jack and I crossed paths. And I specifically remember him being like, are you an artist? And I was like, yeah, I am. Like, I don't know if like I was giving it away with my look or something. But we like said, hey, what's up? like introduce ourselves and then that was it and then i was like that next day i think i like posted and this is on the internet for everybody to see so i'm not saying anything crazy i like posted a picture on the sound booth mm -hmm. and like the caption was like baby what the fuck is really up and he commented on it doing some lyrics yeah he commented on it and i was like oh my god and now it's like so crazy because jack is literally so huge but yeah he was so nice and like so down to earth nice yeah. and um it was just i feel like that was definitely like it was very obvious that he was going to be really huge so i guess it, yeah just everyone knows when they when they meet him like 
Yeah, like, but because he carries that energy. Yeah. Like he carries the the mm-hmm. star and he's quality. Still just as nice and like thoughtful. Oh, I'm sure. He's like I, you know, I, from interviews that I see, he seems really really nice and down to earth still. So, um, okay, so anyway, now we'll go back to where we're currently at. What mm-hmm. was it like for you seeing the like skyrocket? What well it looked like a skyrocket, right? To all of us. But you've seen the blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah, right. Yeah, like it was. I mean, it, stuff happened real fast, and like there was a lot to do at once, and a lot of decisions to be made, and and to and how we're gonna do this or do that, and you know, really just like the leadership of my brother, and then you know, ever since then, he's he's just he's always he's always been the man for the job, and he never he never wanted to to lose so he's not going to he's like just as determined as as jack you know so i love that i know it it was kind of scary like for uh, scary but also so exciting and like it it feels like it wasn't that long ago but it kind of was yeah do you remember the exact like tipping point because i feel like it's like artists careers are very like a roller coaster you're like slowly trucking up that hill and then there's something that happens and it's just like crazy you know yeah I guess it'd, it'd be like the what's popping and like yeah. the Cole Bennett video was like yeah. good. That was like an explosive moment. Then, but to follow it up and like keep releasing bangers and like yeah, I don't know um, consistency after that. Yeah. By the way, there's someone that I think that you should meet in Nashville. I really think he's a like, person. Yeah. I just think he's gonna be Nashville's Cole Bennett. His nice. name he goes by Jelly House. I've Jelly been shooting House. with him. Oh, dude, I might know him. You, his stuff is amazing. Where's he from? He, some like Indiana. Yeah, like yeah. some like flyover state. I think Indianapolis. Yeah. And he bounces back and forth, but I I've been shooting all my stuff yeah, with him. He does cool stuff. I like him. He's so good. So I if you ever his name, shout him out. Whatever his name is. Yeah, it's um Jake. I was just calling Jake. him Jelly. So, but yeah, if you ever need any video stuff, or totally. Yeah, yeah. No, I I did something with him once a long time ago. Oh but really? I haven't talked to him in forever. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I thought you were gonna put me onto a new rapper, and I was like. No, I'm not. I'm not really the one for that. Not I feel tapped like. in. No. I'm not tapped in the rap scene like that. You probably are more than me. I, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, for up and coming artists, what would you say? Like, what do you tell your artists that they need to really focus on and hone in on right now as a manager? What do you want to see from your artists? <clears throat> I don't know. It's a crazy world right now. I think you do a good job of it too. It's just like be in your own like production house and like I don't, for better or for worse, like, uh, I think we'll see. But to be an artist right now, like you have to be a creator, whether that's yep. like video content or, or mm-hmm. podcasts or, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Like you have to be giving access to your fans, like to, to go meet people, you know, like to, to put yourself out there where they can, tap in with you in whatever way they consume mm-hmm. and people consume a lot and there's there's so much going on all the time we're just being inundated with, with videos and this and that everywhere all at once you know people are so online um that you as an artist have to be online too you know yeah. you're only going to get as much out as you put in yep and if you're on the app if you're on the tiktok or doing whatever to put yourself out there like that's half the battle almost yeah. if not more yeah. yeah, I've been saying that I just don't think that we're going to see a lot of 
a lot more mystery artists blow up. Mm-hmm. You know, the people who are like the Lana Del Rey's and like, like the, the weekend, weekend, the Billie yeah. Eilish. Like I, okay, I, I've been thinking about it like this. Think about that girl, Alex Earl, right? She just popped the fuck off making crazy. I've heard of her. I don't know. Okay, well, she's a TikToker. I have a girlfriend, so don't. <laughs> Drew has a girlfriend, everybody, so. <laughs> He's like, I don't even look at Alex Earl. We love that. I swear, I don't, I don't know who it is. No, I that's just heard great. The name. She's just a like little blonde influencer. But my point being, imagine if Alex Earl had a music career and she blew up like that, right? She might. Who knows? It might be coming. Maybe. But- that's where my brain is like, let me focus just as much on the content aspect because uh, it, you yeah, know what I mean? Because if she did music, she would be selling out fucking arenas yeah. right now. Well, I don't know about all that, but yeah, she'd have a lot of listeners on Spotify what, how much, What's or an arena? Okay, fine. What's the thing down from arena? I think I don't know, like, a, like a shed, like an amphitheater. An amphitheater. Yeah. I mean, I'm not kidding, but okay. Well, I'm very much in this world and I feel like she would sell out a a lot of shows and she would get booked immediately. And it's like, I just feel like content creation, not even just like sitting there mouthing your lyrics. It's like, I think it's going to have to go a step further. Yeah. Like thoughtful. Yes. Yeah, for sure. No. And like, that's one big thing, but I like it because it's still, it's creation. Like if you can find a way to do your way and. And have fun and like make what you want to make. That's it's just mm-hmm. another avenue, but like I don't want people to get like obsessed with it or stress out about it. Like it should just come as it is. But the biggest thing, like overall over everything, is just like to remain like genuine, you know, to who you are or like what you mm-hmm. want to do or what message you want to put out into the world or how you want to see the world change. Like that's yeah. the biggest thing that always needs to be there. And then some people might get lost in like the the content creation, like at some point it becomes like you're doing it for that reason only. And it's really not. Yeah. It's, it's gotta be like a a combination of who you are and then what you want people to see and then putting it together in a cool way. Yeah. Giving it to people. Totally agree. I had a really interesting, actually you might know the guy that I met with the other day, Brad Parker. I know everyone. I know Brad. Yeah. That's my dog. Had a meeting with him. He's the best. Yeah. It was incredible. Energy. Great energy. Yeah. We, I mean, it was just such an insightful conversation Because I kind of explained to him where I'm at is like, I need kind of those key people to step in now and help me bring things to the next level, right? It's like, I need that booking agent. I need that, um, you know, maybe manager. I don't know. I'm kind of like, I'm a little jaded from management right now. But jaded. Yeah. Um, So yeah, but we just had a great meeting and he was like saying the same thing, basically like, He thinks that there are three major kind of things that you have to give equal attention to as an artist. And it's it's being on the road touring. So like really making those fans in person, Mm -hmm. content creation and the music, of course, like the music is super important because good music always will rise. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that? Yeah, hopefully. I mean, yeah, it does. But like, to what level, you know? Like, right. It has to. But how how does it stick? Is yeah. the, I think the other two. Yeah, for sure. You know. Yeah. And then so, yeah. yeah, live like getting on the roads, huge. And like the pandemic, we saw a lot of people just stop touring. Honestly, like yeah. after that, you know, a lot of like bands broke up. A lot had bad times on the road, and kind of just threw it threw it at the talent after that, and. The opposite is true too. Like someone could be like huge online and have like dope content and like 
have the, the streams and stuff. Yeah, yeah, there's some of these TikTok people, and you go, you go, they can't see their show here, and there's like no one there. Yeah, or they suck. Yeah, you know, they're like, I don't know how to do this. They probably just, they, there's no one there because they suck. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like building your live your live audience is huge. Right. And because those are different fans too, like the concert going fans who spend money, they buy tickets, they buy merch, they buy vinyl. Yeah. Yeah, those are people you want. Right. They're not yeah. just like your passive listeners online. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. That's my main goal this year. So what is like your favorite type of show to be at for an artist? What do you mean? Yeah. Like, like in the room? I or? would think like it must be so crazy to be at a music festival and your artist is performing. Yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm so old though. I can't do music festivals anymore. <laughs> really? Yeah. If I go to one, I'm just like in and out that day. I'm like, yeah. see you. How old are you? No, 31. <laughs> the way I literally almost believed you? What I, the fuck? I almost blew myself. No, I thought you were going to say 40, and I was yeah. like, are you? How old are you? 31. 31. 31. I, yeah. You're not? That's not old. I hate when people say that they're old in their 30s. Uh, yeah. But fine. I'll cut it out. Yeah, I'll say I'm still young. I feel like you lived a lot in your 20s, though. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. you know. Well, in these past couple of years, too, it's just like, yeah. One thing after another. Right. A lot of traveling. Yeah. I want to travel more for like fun. Yeah. Not just like business. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Do you feel like you still have just as much passion for managing artists? Totally. Yeah. I mean, it's like every day is an adventure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I try to see like the new company we're at too. Like they're pushing a lot of boundaries and the energy is crazy. Like the culture, our mm-hmm. company's culture, like everyone works together and like there's so like a variety of managers and artists and you know the film and tv people like it's really exciting to see what they're all doing and then we all kind of collaborate and share resources so there's a lot of stuff going on and i think even since the beginning it's always been like what can we tackle next and do like where where are we going now like what what's on the horizon like and how do we beat everyone there first and like be the best at that so right so it's still exciting yeah really excited that's awesome and would you say that like the younger group the homies that you're managing are definitely like the ones to watch right now um i hope so yeah we're trying to make it that way yeah yeah i'm really excited for them i don't know we just have a lot of ideas and Mm -hmm. they are capable yeah yeah they're able to put it all together really talented so um from a management end of things how do you feel about this increasing wave of independence for artists oh it's great yeah. you love it oh yeah for sure yeah. would you rather your artists not be with the label you know it's tough it depends on like who what label and who's on it like who who who's responsible for you at the label because you know it's great it used to be like a label you signed a label you're like all right we're gonna do this they're gonna do this for us do that and it's getting less like that we're I think labels are looking towards independent people doing it and trying to copy what they're doing. Yeah. Or like, you know, they're kind of riding their waves. Right. Um, but, you know, what comes with the label is a lot of great things and a lot of, I don't know, capabilities that, you, that no one can really do on their own. Yeah. It's definitely hard, but yeah. I feel like it's becoming more and more possible. For sure. Yeah. 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 And there's more people stay independent and like collect their own bag and yeah, reinvest can... it smartly. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah, and like building out the team, right? You could hand pick like yeah. a team now. That's yeah. 
that's um what i've heard but um yeah that's kind of our our motto you know for the homies like they're independent they want to stay that way um yeah i think so yeah like do do their own thing you know mm-hmm. that's kind of like their whole vibe anyways like we're friends just doing our thing right you know? this is our thing and Super they want organic. to control it and, and they're able to do it because they do so many different things so and our job you know as a manager is to line up the right people to work with you know our, our partners whether it's someone helping us do videos or or an agent you know who's gonna like, we just want to put the right people in the right place for them and you're, you're able to do it you know just it's a lot of work but mm-hmm. it's fun it's yeah. exciting probably it's exciting yeah. yeah so okay my final question for me i'm like not with a manager right now right so what would you say is the number one quality that I should be looking out for from a manager. Cause I've kind of flipped the script to like, I want to make sure that I really, I really want to work with this person, not just like, ooh, they're interested in me, you know? Yeah, yeah. So what's something that you think is important to like have as that a manager? You should be looking mm-hmm. for in them. Yeah. I don't know. Um, the number one thing. I'd say it's probably what they're looking for in you too, is just like genuine but hardworking. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how you like you test that with someone. Yeah. Other than just like watch them from afar. Period. Yeah, yeah. But like, I probably would. <laughs> is that what you're giving like a little time? Like a little bit, I think. I think that's fair. You know, nowadays yeah. it's you don't like, have to tell them though. You can just be like, I'm gonna fire you after six months. Right. Because you, you always put you keep it in mind. Yeah. Six months comes up and then you just get rid of them. <laughs> right. Yeah. I guess then you just have to kind of avoid signing some kind of like long term thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. No, but I'd say someone that like is just as passionate as you are, as passionate about you, you know, mm-hmm. as, as you are about your thing. And if you have someone like that and like who believes in you and they've shown that they will work hard and maybe they don't necessarily have to have like the track record behind it, but if they're willing to learn, mm-hmm. yeah, humility is a lot of it because every day you just get your ass kicked and then yeah. wake up again and do it. I think calmness too calmness like i feel like stoicism within management is like super important yeah it's not a big word (laughs) thanks um yeah what do you mean by that though like like shit gets crazy they're just like like a rock yeah right like yeah totally because shit does get crazy yeah even in my career so far there's been moments where it's like i think it might even get crazier at that level yeah yeah yeah. Anything. Right, happen. right, right, right. Yeah. So just having somebody with like, you know, a good head on their shoulders, that's not going to get super stressed out if the situation gets stressful. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. A battle hardened warrior. Yeah, exactly. Because like, I might get a little stressed out, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. They, they got to keep you calm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on the green room. Yeah. Thanks for Did having me. Do you enjoy cool. it? Yeah, this is great. Okay. Yeah, well, I really enjoyed this conversation and I think a lot of people listening will too. Cause I think I have a lot I of creatives so. who listen. Thank you guys for tuning into another episode of the green room. We've got Drew Thomas here and, um, make sure to subscribe guys, subscribe to the YouTube. This is how I'm going to grow my podcast. If y'all want to see this win, if you guys want to see me win, then leave a rating on whatever streaming service that you use. Um, leave a comment on YouTube. Subscribe. Just press all the buttons for me, okay? That would that would mean a lot. Um, I've got a new song coming out in less than two weeks, and um, 
This is a big one. I, I really believe in this song. So keep a lookout for that. I also have a show on February 26th. It's called La Vienne Rose and it's going to be sick. So if you're in Nashville, head over to my Instagram. I am Jade Million. Check out the flyer. Um, you should come, by the way. Brad's going to be there. Yeah, where is it? Brad's going to be there. Uh, Bowie's? Bowie's. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's going to be sick. I'm headlining it. But it's cool. also like an erotic art show. So there's going to be tattoo totally, vendors, yeah. fire dancers, body paint. Like it's going to yeah, be yeah. insane. It's an event. It's an event. So I'll be there on Sunday, February 26th. Um, yeah, I think that's it, you guys. I'll see you guys next week. We've got a fun episode coming next week. If you are, If you were ever interested in the bottle service slash nightlife vibe in nashville i've got some really fun hot girls coming on so make sure to tune in and i'll see you guys next week thank you drew thanks for having me bye guys love you